Hello, everyone. My name is Flo. This is Jane. I'm Sandy. And this is Brandon. And I'm Jamie. And this is String Along. This is episode 14, and today we will be talking about astrology. We have a guest uh, to talk about it with us. So, Jamie, can you tell us what is astrology? So, astrology is um, the study of the stars. Not to be confused with um, astronomy, which they're close. But astrology is kind of like the study of the stars in proximity to people and to us and how the stars affect um, us as human beings. Uh, you know, um, the most the most popular style of astrology and the one that we almost everyone um, knows is Hellenic astrology. But many civilizations have had their own form of astrology. There's Chinese astrology where, you know, it's based off of the year and yin and yang and um, what animal, you know, like I'm year of, you know, the rat, you know, someone's year of the uh, tiger, dragon, whatever. And there's also Mayan astrology, Thai astrology. Many different kinds of civilizations have had their own form of astrology. So this is like totally not a com- like a new uh, thing. This is a very ancient style of um, way of understanding who we are as humans. And for a long time, it's been used as a way, not just for like matchmaking. And um, it's been used for matchmaking mainly, but there's it's, many civilizations has used astrology as a way of psychology and understanding people. So astrology is um, kind of like how we study the stars and how the energies of the stars and uh, planets affect us as people and how we mm-hmm. have grown up. It's kind of like an external um, way of studying how people are affected by the stars and outer bodies. Mm-hmm. And what got you into it? So what got me into astrology is kind of like heavily um, when I was kind of exploring myself as a person growing up, I got really into like witchcraft and all these things way before TikTok got into it, you know, way before, <laughs> way before TikTok witches or whatever got into it. I was kind of already exploring like spirituality for myself. And for me, um, astrology kind of was just part of the package of just like, I, like, this is a completely different conversation, but like my way of finding uh, my spiritual growth was, um, kind of a way for me to decolonize myself and um, kind of go back to roots as like a Filipino and a Chinese person and understanding the intersectionalities of colonization and how that affects my people and like kind of just rejecting beliefs, especially like, especially as a queer person. Like I did not want to um, believe um, in a religion that I was forced into by family and by culture. So Mm-hmm. astrology kind of came with the package of my spiritual growth mm-hmm. do you do you feel like astrology and religion kind of like connect they can um so when we talk about um abrahamic religions right so the abrahamic religions would be christianity islam and judaism those three um kind of reject astrology now 
mm-hmm. uh, modern modern day Judaism, Islam, and Christianity um, reject astrology. But if you actually uh, look into the history, um, there were times when Christians, um, uh, Muslims, and Jews were actually like heavily using astrology as a way to understand people. Um, astrology is also not just used as psychology, but it's kind of used as a way to predict how things are going to plan out, how wars are going to turn out, how um, political powers are going to set in play for the next generation and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, there's a whole belief that the stars kind of um, have already pre-written human like human civilization and that we just need to kind of decode that the reason why religions like the abrahamic religions the the reason why they reject um astrology is because they don't believe that we as humans have the right to know what god's plan is through the stars but other spiritual um religions kind of use astrology as a way for still understanding people and kind of predicting what the future lies for people, for human civilization. Mm-hmm. So does it only predict the future or can it tell you a bit about the past as well? For myself personally, I don't believe in predicting the future. Uh, I think what astrology does is kind of, if we look at what the stars do, we can kind of, it's like a clue as to what, is most likely gonna happen, but it's not set in stone as to like, this is what the future is gonna be and this is what's going to happen. It's never been like that. And it's never posed itself as a way of, of like fortune telling. It's kind of just been like, these are some hints and clues as to what might possibly happen for the next mm-hmm. couple of years, months, days, or hours even. Mm-hmm. Now that you kind of explained a bit more about like astrology, can you talk more of the specifics, like how it tells like, our personality and stuff? Yeah, so um, Hellenic astrology, the one that most people know is their sun sign, right? Everyone mm-hmm. knows like, oh, I'm an Aries, I'm a Pisces, I'm an Aquarius. Um, actually, really quick, why don't Everyone, why doesn't everyone tell me what their sun sign is? Yeah, I'll go. I'll go first. Uh, for me, it's Gemini. I was born on May, end of May. Gemini. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> why? I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a Virgo. Virgo, cool. I'm a Sagittarius. Sagittarius. <laughs> and you know me. I'm a I'm Aquarius, like you, Jamie. Yeah, I'm Aquarius as well. Happy birthday to us! Yeah, <laughs> right. happy birthday, happy birthday! Thanks. I just turned 24. I'm old. Sandy, <laughs> we're the same age, right? We're both 24 now. We're both 24. Yeah. Uh, we're old. <laughs> oh gosh. Start taking those collagen pills. <laughs> so we have our sun sign. That's what everyone knows. And then. um more increasingly, people are starting to know what their moon sign is, what their rising sign in and is, and those are our big three. So the sun sign is kind of like how you how you kind of are with other people. And then your moon sign is how you are personally to yourself. The moon kind of like 
rules your emotions, how you feel, how you are privately to yourself or to private partners. Your rising sign is your mask, kind of like how you outwardly project yourself to people. Um, mine is, I'm a double Libra. So my moon sign is the Libra. My rising sign is the Libra. So I kind of take from Libra energies. I have personalities that are like peacemaker, uh, talkative, elegant person, or like someone who's really into aesthetics um, <laughs> compared paired with like my um, son in uh, in Aquarius. I'm also very quirky, very like into like um, humanitarian things and just like about the collective and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, then you can go to like some other planets like your Venus, which kind of rules how you feel about how you express love towards yourself and towards other people. Um, and like, the whole a list of planets kind of like rule a part of your life. So Mercury is kind of like how you communicate. Venus is how you love somebody or love yourself. The moon is your um, your emotions. The sun is like who you are. And then mm -hmm. Pluto, Jupiter, like all the outer planets have other like meanings to yourself. Like Jupiter is like how you party, how you like, how you do business, <laughs> how you like to have fun. Like Jupiter mm -hmm. is a very jovial planet. Like that's what rules like how you feel like when you're at a party. I know? think oh, I favorite. think Flo and Brandon, their uh, Jupiter, Jupiter is kind of their thing. <laughs> I was trying to remember Jupiter especially, so that's good. <laughs> Dang. Wait, but so you you self taught yourself all of that? Um. Yes, and you know, still wow. learning. Um, astrology is so so vast and there's lots of math in it you know you'll hear things about like oh um your your moon is in this quadrant sextile this and like uh conjunct to this other sign and this other planet at that degree lots of math that goes into it and it's really complicated so when people it kind of irks me whenever people say like Oh, astrology is so generic. It just like it could pertain to anybody. <laughs> it's a huge, actually huge myth. You know? That's funny because uh, a lot of us are like kind of skeptical about it. That's insane. Wait, so so as specific as you go, do you so you fully believe in astrology? The deeper you go, as, as well, right? Yes, like I believe it, but definitely with a grain of salt. Like you know, like I said, astrology isn't. Um, a way to predict something or somebody it's kind of just like clues as to what someone can be like so but the further that you delve into astrology the more that you look into it and when you study your chart it'll just look like a circle with a bunch of lines everywhere so, <laughs> it's like super it weird is, yeah. complicated and it just like you just you're just left feeling super confused like what the fuck does like sextile mean what the fuck does all these sorry if i'm cussing i don't know if you guys no it's no, fine, fine. We we can't can't all the time. Time. yeah fuck. Like, let's do it it's it's it gets very very complicated and it's super super specific and it can get very spe so specific that it's kind of scary because there are some parts of astrology where it kind of even predicts or like it clues into like how your relationship is with your parents 
and like in my experience like it was very accurate where um i was reading something where it was telling me like something about my chart told me that like your relationship to your mom is that your mom always um, pressured you to look a specific way and like is very into aesthetics and i was just like that is so my mom (laughs) (laughs) and even my sister agrees my sister and my brother have different experiences with my mom the way Mm -hmm. i have experienced my mom is that yes that is how she is but with my sister and her chart the way that she's experienced my mom is completely different and she says that it's also accurate for her Ooh, that's so interesting it's like it talks about your relationships to like your parents and like your um people around you and how you are with with um your partners and stuff like that it's at most it's an interesting thing right like Mm -hmm. astrology isn't super harmful or anything like wow that's interesting you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah well, because I was going to say, like you said earlier about social media, there's a lot of people who are into astrology. Mm-hmm. What's the biggest misconception? And, you know, I'm pretty sure, you know, you've heard of like, oh, people just say these type of things. You're just like fed up with it. But yeah, what what is the biggest misconception about astrology? <sighs> oh, <laughs> I guess it just, it has to be the one that I just said, where it's just like, oh, it's just mm-hmm. so generic, where... Right. It can be very generic. But the reason why people think it's so generic is because they only know their sun sign. And it's like, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, you're only going to know one tiny aspect <laughs> of your chart. And that could relate to anybody, of course. You know, there's, it's, like I said, like, you look at, like, this wheel that has a bunch of, like, different signs, like, planets, and, like, you know, planets that you've never even heard of. Like, what the fuck is a Chiron? You know, like, people don't know what <laughs> What is a Chiron? <laughs> Chiron it's a planet, is, Sandy. <laughs> Chiron is this um it's this comet that passes by and like where where Chiron is in your chart, it's supposed to like clue as to how your past life died or like something that you have to work on in this life. And for me it's in it's in Scorpio and what that meant is that um I have a struggle with really conveying deep emotions for myself. And it's true. Like, I I don't like talking about, like, things that hurt me or things that, like, scare, scare me. And it's just, mm-hmm. it's interesting to see those things. And it's, like, whether it resonates with you or not could be because of other signs in, like, your chart. There are times when a... Um, there are times when specific planets are in a sign and then another planet is in the uh, sign opposite of that, that will fight different aspects of other, of meanings of other signs in a chart or whether it falls in a different house. Let me like explain it like in levels. So there's your planets, right? The planets mm-hmm. that circulate, that circle like the sun and there's the houses that move every 24 hours. They move. That's why you need to know what time you were born specifically. And then there's the signs that also move throughout the year. So these things are constantly moving. And each house is ruled by specific signs and blah, blah, blah. It's like super, super complicated that if I were to really like explain everything, this this podcast would be like three hours long. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm still learning, you know, I'm still learning mm -hmm. about everything. 
Yeah, yeah. So I definitely get that. Um, so just kind of to like, you know, for us to understand how it's like, can you read one of our signs? Yeah. So you you did send me um, Flo and uh, Jane's uh, chart. Sorry, I'm going to disappear for a second. Go with, okay, yeah. go with Jane's. Jane's? I feel like it's going to be so specific and it might relate to me. I don't want... Our viewers know too much about me. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's fine. Okay, so Jane, you did say... You guys can still hear me, right? Yeah. Yep. Yes. yes. Okay, so Jane, uh, you're a Virgo. Um, Virgo, Sun, Taurus, Moon, Cancer, Rising. Um, did you know this already? Or is this like the first time you're hearing this? Virgo what? <laughs> <laughs> so, you're, so your son is in Virgo. Mm-hmm. Your moon is in Taurus, mm. and your rising is in Cancer. So these are your big three. So if somebody like on a dating app ever asks you, like, "Hey, what's your big three? Like, this is what you say. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, got it. <laughs> so it sounds like a whole bunch of mum- like mumbo jumbo. I get it. It's like, what? I don't understand. But your your son is in Virgo, and it's also in the third house. So the houses I'll get into later. If you want me to expand on that, I can. Mm-hmm. Um, but you as a Virgo, this is kind of like how you are. This is how you organize yourself. And Virgo is a very organized energy. Or at least that's what people think how you are. <laughs> you come across <laughs> as like something that's very put together, you know. Um you're kind of you're a mutable sign, so it's kind of like sorry, I'm like reading this thing. It's like, oh, this rules the digestive system. And I'm like, okay, I don't need to know that. <laughs> if anyone is curious, I'm using the app Time Passages. Mm-hmm. Everyone has downloaded like CoStar. Just mm-hmm. for your audience, like everyone delete CoStar. CoStar sucks. <laughs> Not accurate at all. <laughs> that um, is so funny because Brandon actually uses CoStar. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, I downloaded it because everyone was talking about Zodiac, so I didn't know any better, but wow. Okay, deleting now. That, that is true. I did <laughs> use now. CoStar at some point, no, too. I use, you know, I used CoStar, too, and it was, it was, it's fun to use CoStar because you can connect with other, with your friends. You're like, oh, yeah, add me on CoStar. It's like a weird astrology Facebook. <laughs> and it'll tell you, it'll tell you weird things like, oh, um. Hang out with Virgo sons. They'll give you recommendations of your friends that have Virgo sons. You know, mm-hmm. it's just it's just weird like that. <laughs> but Time Passages is a better app because it's more specific and it it's more complicated and it's it's hard to read. But once you get the hang of it, you'll get it. Mm-hmm. Um, so your son is in Virgo in the third house, which represents. Um, a concentration of the vital forces of developing one's intellect and communicating one's idea with others. You are keenly observant. You are constantly curious and have a need to learn new ideas and change your ideas with those who can stimulate you. You may very well be a good speaker or writer for observation skills may give you the ability to understand, communicate scientific ideas you may desire to be seen for your knowledge, striving to add your storehouse of information, um, enlivens you. You are on a journey that is about discovering everything that you can about the world and communicating your knowledge. 
I'm not going to read this whole like long paragraph, <laughs> but I'm going to move on to your moon, to your moon sign. Your moon is in Taurus. So just, I'm not even going to read, I'm not even going to read the, the paragraph right now. Um, I'm just going to tell you what I know about Taurus and moon signs in Taurus. Um, moon signs in Taurus, you like emotionally, you are quite stable um, in a sense. But however, once you're angered, once like you feel such like, or like passionate energy or like you are really pissed off you're just like you could you could you have you have a tongue and you use it and it's Whoa. sharp Whoa. Um, wait does that does that sound like you at all jane yeah or flo do you agree with that uh, <laughs> i like how you ask flo <laughs> i don't really know <laughs> I think so. I would agree. I would agree. <laughs> no, the um, reason why I asked Flo is because Flo's is like very close with Jane. That's why, yeah. you know. The thing is, Jane really gets that mad at me, I think, right? It's it's more like, you know how at work I get like heated a lot and then I get like so pissed off and stressed? Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. When yeah, okay. Like that, yeah, I yeah, can't yeah. handle. But She's every just never emotion... been that mad to me. So I yeah, couldn't yeah, relate it. But if I seen it in, in other aspects, I could see that definitely let me continue so also um it's in the 11th house okay so i'm just i'm gonna again not look at the paragraph then i'll just like as a way for me to exercise my own knowledge so the 11th house is ruled by aquarius so moon sign in taurus in the 11th house um you are stable but one of the things that really um makes you feel good is being part of something kind of like part of a collective or like being part of a project like this you know you also have like a deep connection to um kind of the com the community you know you have a community um of your own that you feel very connected to and the best way that you want to feel good or like whenever you're down you have the tendency to like You'll, you'll take that time to process your emotions, right? You'll take the time to feel these emotions and take time for yourself. And then when you really want to, um, once you process those emotions, you're going to, you tend to be the type of person to, okay, um, let me go out with a couple people or like, let me help, like do, maybe you do volunteering. Maybe you want to be part of um, a way to help your community or, um, just way, ways for you to really get yourself out there. And then now I'm going to read the paragraph. You seek comfort and security in friends and groups associations. You are dynamic in group settings, although you do not need to feel like the center of attention. You may be detached and objective in social circumstances because you do not want to commit your allegiance to one group or another. You prefer to have several types of acquaintances in various group settings. You do well as an organizer of groups, of group events, even in parties or friend groups, meetings or social events. You have a tendency to overextend yourself and become divided by being involved in too many groups, projects all at once. You may need to guard against being too naive friendly and talking too much or taking too much responsibility for groups. Whoa. That's like, <laughs> whoa. That's like on the point. Dang. What? Is this accurate so far? Is this like yeah. resonating with you? 
Yeah, I love volunteering and I'm I am in a bunch of different groups and I am the organizer of the group. You should tell and them then, about how many uh what you're part of at your work. How many yeah, projects you're involved in. I am involved in a lot of pro uh projects and I'm also very I feel very responsible for all of them at the same time, which kind of stresses me out. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And just for everyone's knowledge, like this is the first time I've been on this. Like I've never met mm -hmm. these people. Like true. Very no, true. I've never wow. Sandy's wow. never told me anything about you guys. So yeah. Wait, so is this how um not fortune tellers, but people with tarot cards maybe? Like or I get I guess because there was like a sort of fortune teller in the past, or so it wasn't really a fortune teller. I just don't know how to say it. The, uh, so, um, a tarot card reader. Yeah, yeah. I think I remember my mom telling one of the persons my name, my date of birth, and my time, and that person was on point with everything about me. And I'm assuming they used astrology on that then. I mean, so uh, do you astrology, know? Uh, the way a lot of people who read tarot cards because i also read tarot cards um astro hellenic astrology and tarot cards um are related where tarot cards reader tarot card readers also use the energies of astrology and like the star and all these things um like you can see you can see each sign depicted um and symbolized in each different kinds of tarot cards like aquarius is um, depicted as somebody with a vase pouring water, right? As because Aquariuses are the water bearers, and mistakenly we are actually an air sign. People think that we are water signs, but we're actually air signs. Um, and in tarot cards, uh, we are depicted as the star. Um, the star is kind of symbolizes hope, and it's depicted as a woman or a person um, pouring water into the earth. And it's a way of, to symbolize knowledge. That water that's being poured is um, is knowledge and emotions being poured onto the earth. So that's how it is believed, or that's what it symbolizes. So yeah, astrology is... and tarot cards are very closely related. That is interesting. I kind of want to get more into it right now. It's so, it's very interesting. It gets very specific i i have a question though so does that mean if anybody that is born at the same day same time as me exactly then that person is most likely to be exactly like me then if if there was a baby that was born exactly at the same time at the same place that you were yes most likely they are going to be just like you ah, but that... i'm sure there's one of my twins out there <laughs> but oh, at the same time that's kind of like um, that kind of like it, it could like twins for example right twins are born only like minutes apart from each other but there are cases of twins that are drastically different right mm -hmm. there are cases where like a twin can be super goth and super this way and another twin is like completely the opposite the reason why that mm -hmm. is is because like like I said astrology is kind of a uh, way of like external factors that play into who you are as a person you just have to also take into mind like internal factors like how you were raised mm -hmm. 
Um, so that's why I always say, like, take astrology with a grain of salt. Like, it can, it's a very, like, good way of understanding how a person can be, but always, like, take into account how somebody was raised, what, you know, the aspects of somebody, of, like, who they are, like, how they grew up, and, like, you're not just your natal chart, or you're not just your one sign, mm -hmm. you're multiple things. The reason why astrology is so complicated and so hard to study is because us as human beings, we are complicated. We are hard to study. We are completely different, like like an onion, you know, like Shrek, mm -hmm. an onion, related. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> like that. I mean, but speaking speaking of how we were raised and stuff, I, uh, you told us that you were... Um, uh, Filipino Chinese, mm -hmm. so I because my family is actually also Filipino Chinese and my mom's side, and I know they're very reserved in a sense. Do you actually believe that maybe that's also a reason why these stars are showing you that you know the way you are is also because of the way your family raised you, or did they alter that? Um, like I said, like astrology can kind of like tell you how what your relationship with your mom was like, right? Or, tell you what your relationship with your dad is like and that can play that can take that that can be a factor that you can take into account um but like culturally speaking like yeah i feel like a lot of filipinos um they actually do a lot of filipinos do believe in astrology and us being also like chinese like lots of chinese people believe in yes. like, the zodiac so astrology has always been there. Astrology has always been there culturally for many different civilizations. So it's definitely like something that if you grew up in it, you can like, if you grew up in that culture, you can see aspects of astrology in your life every day. That is insane. <laughs> to be honest, I only know, yeah, the Chinese ones. <laughs> see, I, okay, you know what's so funny is that I was thinking about um, going into that one too and just kind of like exploring that what I do know about Chinese astrology is that like we like like Hellenic astrology it's a lot more complicated than we think it is it's not just like what year we were born like I did for a long time I thought I was year of the ox because I was 97 you know and mm -hmm. everyone's like oh 97 is year of the ox but then when I put in my birthday I realized that Chinese New Year was in February that year so technically i was the year before that so i was i'm technically oh, year of the rat oh, not year of the ox oh. and then like taking into account um yin and yang like how we were the weather of when we were born what the weather was like and like how you grew up um the astrology of your mom and like your parents how that takes how that is affecting you today and like all, a bunch of different like it's completely different from hellenic astrology and it's like a totally different school of thought that i'm very interested in learning myself mm, yeah when you, when you said that you're a year of the rat i thought you were 96 because i'm i'm uh the year mm -hmm. of the rat too and i'm 96 but i didn't know that it could actually go that way as well yeah i believe chinese astrology i mean chinese chinese new year is or like lunar new year is like soon soon or now yeah it, yeah, it soon, is yeah soon. yeah you can also um Report our taxes on the twelfth. So do your taxes. <laughs> Can you do one on flow? Yeah, definitely. Flow. I was looking at your chart earlier, and I'm like, we could be good friends. 
All right. Oh. <laughs> That's a good thing. I like that. So you're a Gemini sun, and your moon is in Pisces, and your rising is in Leo. So Gemini sun. Ooh, in the 11th house as well. Okay. What is that supposed to be? I'm just going to kind of just do my own thing, my own interpretation of it. So Gemini... Gemini Suns in the 11th house. Interesting placement. Because it's like, um, so Aquarius and Geminis are both air signs. And they get along very well. Um, mainly because we're so into um, intellect and understanding and knowledge, right? And um, the Sun and Gemini sitting in the 11th house kind of is just also about the collective, also like understanding everybody to like their truest form and like being part of something bigger than yourself, really. And getting to know, getting to know like the ins and outs of a person and um, or society and like really like, I wouldn't be surprised if you were really into conspiracy theory theories. I am, I am. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. Everything sounds um, perfect right now. It's on point. Dang. Uh, let me see. Let me read the thing. That is crazy. You enjoy mem- membership with groups and with groups of friends and and may find your identity in that way. You may be drawn to a collective awareness that has a specific social, humanitarian, religious, or political purpose. In whatever group or groups you choose to participate in, you easily align your ideals and sense of purpose with those of the collective. Your sense of group awareness leads you to become a focus of leadership with this group. Whether a formal group leader or an influential friend among a group of friends, your awareness on connectivity impacts those in your circle and opens them to sharing common goals and objectives. Your intuitive awareness of collective needs, wants, and desires may give you a sense of having a mission in life. Surrounding yourself with like-minded people gives you a sense of security and meaning. And you may even be vulnerable to losing your personal identity to a group because because of the belief system. You can transcend this difficulty by creating friendships where you can bond with individuals rather than a common collective idea. That's interesting. I believe that too. Honestly, yeah, for myself, I very much relate to that because I feel like at least like in relationships, I tend to like lose myself and I need to like get back to like me. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like when, when people say like astrology is generic, um yes and no because it's generic and specific at the same time because there are aspects of one sign that you can see in other signs like uh capricorn and virgos are very known for being organized very go-getters and because they're they're earth signs but they are still specifically different characteristics of each other they're still completely different signs and different and they could be in different houses and that that's why, like, 
one Virgo person is completely different from another Virgo person, or one Capricorn person is completely different from another Capricorn person, because like I said, people are complicated. We have different things in our charts. Yeah. Wow. That that is true. Can you can you tell us a bit about our compatibility with each other as a team? Yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I can only really do sun signs because I, that's all I know from you guys. Mm-hmm. I just know like everything else. Um, so, Sandy, you're an Aquarius. Um, you and Flo, great friends. Um, could, talk, <laughs> could talk about anything and everything. Um, Brandon, what was your sign again? Sagittarius. Sagittarius. See, okay. Um, Uh-oh. Sorry. <laughs> Fire signs and air signs go so well together because you just like you feel hyped up by air signs. Like, you know, like air signs will fan the flames, and it's just like you feel good around air signs. Virgo, Jane, you're a Virgo. Um, you sometimes you feel scared about this group and you're like, I need to, I need to bring you guys back <laughs> to reality, you know, and you are kind of like that person that's literally their rock because you're an earth sign and you're the one that like, okay, guys, let's, let's put it all back together. Let's reorganize ourselves and move on. Um, Sandy, you are the idea person. You know, you're like, oh, let's do this. Like, let's have, um, let's have this as the next topic. Or like, you also, you also care for like everyone in the group. You know, wait, all, all that is, things. that is very accurate. <laughs> like, when when Spring Along started, we we actually didn't have Jane, and when she came to the group and she joined us, she was like, okay, guys, we need to reorganize. For Sandy, she's always thinking about ideas and all that. Me and Flo are just like, let's just do it. Frick it. Let's just do it. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Oh, I'm like, I can't sleep. Wow. Damn, that is actually really accurate. Wait, so who's who's an air sign? Um, um me and Sandy, Flo. Yeah, Sandy and Flo are air signs. Mm-hmm. You guys are just missing a water sign. That would balance mm. this whole group out. A water sign could pow- could kind of add a little bit more of an emotional perspective on this. I feel like this group is very much about intellect, right? About knowledge and about mm-hmm. um about like pursuit of knowledge, you know, like and understanding. Well, uh, having a water sign will kind of give a more empathetic um, understanding of things. Who's a, what's what's water like? A what? Um, Water signs would be a Scorpio, a Pisces, and, and a Cancer. If okay. I remember correctly, Jane has a um, rising in Cancer. So we didn't get to your rising sign, but our Cancer risings, you do come across as um, that person that is more empathetic. Um, you are able to um, really get to know somebody, and you you kind of tend to be an empath, where you... When somebody cries in front of you, you can't stand it because then you might cry as well, or like you will feel, you'll feel that, and it penetrates you in a deeper level. All right, Brandon, go cry in front of her. I want to see if that happens. <laughs> it was so funny because um, I told Brandon one time that I cried out watching like a drama, and he was like, "You're not like what? Like you're the type of person that cries." I'm like, "Yes." 
<laughs> yes, Brandon. I have feelings. <laughs> I I'm just mind blown. I mean, yeah. I mean, I just didn't expect it because you know when I whenever I meet Jane, it's like always, Brandon, let's drink. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, oh wow. No, that's that's you and Flo. Honestly, like you guys like hype each other on like when it comes to like drinking or partying or just whatever. Like it's, it's so easy to hype Brandon. up Brandon though. It's just... more like me and Brandon. We have the bottle. We're like, come on, Flo. Flo. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Flo has a rising in Leo, and that's interesting. Um, because Leos are notorious for wanting the spotlight. Whoa! <laughs> uh, <laughs> or like, kind of like the leader, but they're not the leader. <laughs> that's that's kind of true, though. That's I agree. So true. So because like, I feel like the attention. Th- no, there's two ways. Yeah, sometimes. I want to lead, but then halfway through it, I just like I don't want the responsibility, so I back out too. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> just like at parties when I'm like, everybody, let's play Rage Cage. Once it's set up, I'm okay. like, all right, I'm going back to my room, and then I'm going to sleep. <laughs> That's so true. That's what. I bet he's going into the room because he wants attention too. <gasps> uh, it ain't like that. It ain't like that. Nope, nope. Oh, uh, maybe. Actually, maybe, bro. Me. I don't know when I'm drunk. Ooh, I'm seeing so in Flo's chart, you have Pisces, a Pisces moon in your eighth house. Also, you you were born in France. That's interesting. Yeah. Tu parles français? Je parle français, oui, oui, oui. Tu parles français? Mais mon français très 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 mauvais. Comment ça se fait que tu parles français? Oui, je parle français, mais mon français très mauvais. C'est pas mal. T'as appris où? And this is string along. <laughs> wait what? Wait, wait, wait. We have no idea. Wait, let's put it back into English. But wait, where did you learn French? What? Um, Your French is pretty myself. good. I, I self self taught myself French. Wow! You, wow! You are insane. Your your um your accent is like pretty good. Thank you. It's Thank almost you. like you're actually born in France. You it's oh, yeah. Oh my god. god. <laughs> Wait, six languages, by the way. Just saying. No way. What are the other languages? Um, English, obviously. Tagalog, um, Spanish, French, um, Japanese, and ASL. Dang. My brothers are gonna watch. My brothers are gonna watch this episode, and they're gonna actually. uh, They're gonna like support me, saying that your Uh, French is actually pretty good. No. What the but that's why Jamie and Flo, you guys are good, like compatible, yeah. right? Jamie okay, was but saying that, yeah. When I'm looking at it, Jamie's in- intellect is way higher than mine for a hundred percent, like hundred <laughs> percent. But the... that does not determine. Yeah, no, of course, of course, of course. No, compatibility. I, I, I agree. I agree. Hundred percent. Flo, you have a moon in Pisces in the eighth house. Um, this is interesting. I like I like this because you are all that is also a water sign, and this is why like maybe you guys don't need another water person. It would it would be nice though, but um, since you two have like uh, since there's a can- someone with cancer rising and you have cancer, I mean Pisces moon, especially in the eighth house, which is ruled by Scorpio, you are weirdly like you're. You're really intuitive. 
Like when you say some, like you're bad jinx too. Me? <laughs> what? Yeah. Actually, yeah. If some, if something like if something happens, it's like you said it. Like you say something, three seconds later it happens. Yeah. <laughs> I think that happens with stocks quite often. Yes, I was gonna say that. I, think... I was gonna say that. Flo. I was like, we were just talking about GameStop. Oh man. Yeah. Dang. So I do. I have some power. I have some power, right? <laughs> you know. Okay. So when I was training to be a flight attendant, I'm also a really bad jinx. I don't know why. Nothing in my chart really says that I'm like psychic. Or anything, but for some reason I am an intuitive person, and I and I jinx I jinx this, I believe so at least. I I asked one of my instructors like, oh, has there ever been a time? Because they had to fly me to, they flew me to Utah, and that's where I had to go training, go to training, and it was in January. And I asked them like, oh, has there ever been a time when we had to like cancel class? And like what happens because we are in the set schedule of um a four week uh four week training right and it's super on schedule everything has to be like end on this time blah 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 and i asked him like has there ever been a time where we had to cancel class because then what because i was wondering like what would happen if that happens like will we have to spend an extra day training or whatever and she tells me like oh there has never been a case where we've ever had to cancel class the oh. next day the next day a fire broke out in the in the uh, in the in the maintenance building and we had to evacuate and can't and class got canceled <laughs> that wow. is so funny <laughs> And I, I swear to God, I'm like, I jinxed it. It's me. It's my fault. I'm sorry. <laughs> I said it. Wow. But I have, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I was looking at uh, Virgos, it said I was not compatible compatible with Gemini, which is Flo, and Sagittarius, which is Brandon. Is it true? <laughs> so, yes, because... Um, Earth signs, fire signs, and air signs. Your most comp- earth signs are most compatible with water signs, and the reason why it can say that you're not compatible with those two signs is because air signs are very flighty people, or like we are up in the air constantly thinking, and you know, in like earth signs and air signs are compatible in the sense of like intellect, where they rival each other when it comes to intellect. Um, but uh, earth signs I mean air signs are notorious for being disorganized for being like flighty people for being like um, not untrustworthy what's uh, inconsistent you know oh, inconsistent. Oh, oh, that is true <laughs> for, and it's not compatible for an earth sign who is you know very organized or somebody that has their shit together or like at least appears to have their shit together um or like they like earth signs like consistency they like material like one also material objects consistency they like all these things um so uh and that's something like an air sign can't really provide you know air signs love their freedom 
and they don't like to be tied down. So that's in a way um, not compatible. Uh, Whoa, Sandy, I was like you. <laughs> <laughs> for fire signs, it's um, the reason why fire signs and earth signs are not that compatible is because fire signs are just dramatic. <laughs> you know, fire signs, like uh, Sagittarius. Okay, Sagittarius. I have so many friends who are Sagittarius. And let me just say, like, Sagittarius people, uh, they can be inconsistent. Okay, like, it's just like, and it's just like, they're just ruled by passion and just like, you know, they just want to do so many things at the same time. And it's just, oh my like, God. That is like, so true. I just don't like that. They want like one thing at a time. Let's be consistent. Let's just do like focus on one thing. Sagittarius, however, is just like juggling like a plate, flying a plane at the same time and just like <laughs> doing art. Okay. <laughs> Dang. Uh, it's not multitasking? <laughs> yeah, yeah no, it's not. Multitasking. Yeah, you know, that's a good word for it. <laughs> More like, I would like to say chaotic tasking. Oh, <laughs> mm, better wording. I like that. Wait, so... what? It's it's weird because like when I'm looking at the signs, like yeah, I'm not compatible with Virgos, but I'd say at least half of my closest friends are Virgos. Like, See, and and that is why you have to look at the whole chart. These are just like your sun signs that you're looking at. Um, you have, uh, you have Leo rising and a Pisces moon. So, uh, the Pisces moon is what really connects you with with earth signs because uh earth signs earth signs and water signs are compatible in a sense of like they don't like too much like water signs don't like too much disturbance you know at the same time they can be very passionate and they can they can empathize with earth signs in ways of like um being like earth science and water science can be emotional together and they they like their peace and quiet oh. they're, they're like like um flow you're the one you're the one with the pisces moon so when you're sad or when you're feeling a negative emotion your first response is i'm gonna go to my room <laughs> oh shit <laughs> what dang and that's kind of true Oh. And like you're gonna process that emotion, right? But but come with your with your um, Leo rising, you're gonna act like it's fine. What? You're gonna <laughs> act like you're not bothered at all. Like yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Dude, I am. Whoa. Okay, wait, wait. Here's the huge explanation why people some people believe I'm bipolar. And I think that's what you're just explaining right now. So usually, when I'm sad, yeah, I go to my bed. And I, I used to think I would go to my room because, you know, it's my bed. So, like, you know, I'm being lazy, so I'm going to lie down. And then a couple seconds later, I guess my Leo sign tells me to wake the fuck up. Everything's going to be all right. And let's give it back to, like, what I'm supposed to do. And then so I go back and come out of my room and I come out. And then they're battling each other, kind of. I'm sad, but I'm happy. Or I'm, I'm sad and I'm like ambitious at the same time kind of finding each other i'm alive but i'm dead exactly yeah. exactly <laughs> dang 
the uh, you can you can like I said, like astrology for a long time has been used for psychology, right? So air signs are very susceptible to bipolar disorder. Um, <laughs> water signs are susceptible <laughs> to depression. Um, fire signs are susceptible to anger issues. Whoa. Whoa. That's so interesting. And like having all of these elements, you know, and it's, it's very obvious, you know, like fire, passion, anger, whatever, water, emotion, depression, all sadness, air sign, like flighty, you know, inconsistency, bipolar disorder, you know, um, Earth signs are very, just very stoic people. We're just like, you know, the signs that are most um, associated with psychopaths um, are Virgos, uh, <laughs> Virgos, Taurus, uh, and Cancer. This is the three oh, most interesting. I'm safe. And, and Gemini. <laughs> And Gemini. You know, right now, right now, like, talking to this guy, and he has all three as his big three, and I'm like, I'm scared. Like, like, I'm scared you're gonna kill me, but that's hot. <laughs> I think this whole episode right now is just making Honestly, me believe in astrology, and I'm like, 100. I 100 believe it. I'm so glad. No, I, 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 <laughs> I the call. understand it a lot more. <laughs> I want, yeah, no. I want you to say something about Sandy. I know you already know Sandy, but mm-hmm. like the thing is, I've met her this year. I met Brandon this year too, but I met him in person multiple times, but I've never met Sandy in real life. And um, I know I already know about Flo uh, and Brandon. So like hearing it, I could like kind of assure what it is, but I want to kind of know about Sandy as well. Okay, I don't have Sandy's chart, so I don't know about Sandy's chart. All I know is that she's uh, Aquarius, Aquarius Sun. I just want to know like how you guys are different as being the same um, Sun. So what's interesting is that you can be uh, the same Sun, but have completely different. Um, still be completely different not just because of the other signs at play but because of when you were born so there's these things called um uh first second or third decants which is kind of like that's when like the math comes into play uh in astrology because so i'm a sandy and i are first decants aquariuses um there's and the reason why is because Aquarius is ruled by Saturn and by Uranus. Um, so if you're a January Aquarius, you are you're more on the Saturn side. So you're more like organized, you're more humanitarian, and you're more cutthroat, if anything. <laughs> if you're on the um, February side, you're more ruled by Neptune, and you are also, um, you are also, what's it called? Um, you're complemented by the sign of Libra at the same time. So those those Aquariuses are more weird. Like yeah. Aquariuses get the bad rep of being weirdos, and Aquariuses who are born in February are the ones who are more outwardly, um, outwardly weird 
in a sense of like their fashion may be weird. They have they they wear mismatched colors, or they don't care about what people think. You know, these are the weird. These are like the people who really do think outside the box, and they don't care about what people think of them. Versus January babies or January choruses who are more intellectually different, or like who think outside the box, but are a lot less outwardly so. Um, just knowing Sammy, knowing Aquarius, that she's an Aquarius, tells me that, oh, um, she is the ideas person. She's somebody. She's somebody that constantly thinks outside the box. How can we be different? And how can we not look like other people or other podcasts? Um, also, she has a deep connection with um, humanitarians and like wanting to um, do good for. All, like most of humanity um, more on the collective than the individual at the same time prioritizing the individual for the sake of the collective wow that is so accurate because I've known Sandy for like almost three years or two years and just knowing her and the way she speaks and stuff it truly defines her <laughs> like oh my god I'm so mind blown I, I do have a question though. So uh-huh. I was born on the twenty first of December, and it's oh. it's pretty much at the end of Sagittarius. So you're a cusp, yeah. You're a cusp with um, with Capricorn. Uh, what I can tell you about that is that you are also very. Um, you could be very organized when you really want to. Um, being cusp, I'll take that. Being cusp with Capricorn. Um, yeah, you are more on the Saturn side, so you you can be also very cutthroat. You can be organized, uh, and you you can take aspects of of uh, Capricorn traits in you. Uh, that's what that's what they really mean. Is that if you're a cusp, that means you kind of share some aspects of different of the other sign next to you. So would my son would my son's sign be um? Capricorn and Sagittarius, technically, or is it just? Yeah. And I believe Sandy's also a cusp. Um, I believe Sandy's also a Capricorn Aquarius cusp. Now you're all gonna just like be like, "What's my daily horoscope for today?" <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, like if you guys are interested in those, like yeah, read those. But I suggest reading those at the end of your at the end of the day, so that you can reflect back. Because when you read it in the morning, it kind of just becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? Mm-hmm. So a good way to kind of just um, see if it's accurate is to read it at the end of the day and reflect on whether that was true or not. Ooh, that's an that's a interesting, interesting way to look at it. Really good tip for our viewers right there. Yeah, definitely. Like if you're, I never read my daily horoscope. I just kind of ignore that. I don't really read that. I'm like, uh, I don't want to know. I don't really care. Yeah, no co-star. No co-star. <laughs> no co-star. I mean, like, time passages is really good. Um, but it's complicated. Like, if you go on the app, it's kind of hard to navigate. And you have to pay for things. That, it's that like a dollar. True. But, like, I, ha- I had to... Um, I spent a little money on, like, uh, Flo and Jane's uh, charts. I was just like, oh. I want to know. So oh, it was did? just a dollar, just a dollar mm. each. So I was just like, whatever. Appreciate that. Thank you. 
Yeah. Yeah, no problems. It's worth it was so worth it. Like, whoa. I'm so <laughs> I'm still shook. I understand myself better now. Like why That's good. Because that is that's very good. It's also there's a really like the biggest thing that I'm actually trying to work on myself right now is discipline. Because I'm nor unorganized and I am very um what's it called? Um uh, in not indecisive. What was the word that you used? Uh, inconsistent. inconsistent. I'm very inconsistent, but then if you have discipline, you're consistent because you always do what you're supposed to be doing. So um, you are, you're Pisces. So your inconsistency comes from your sun. Um, I'd have to look at your whole chart really to understand. But from the, knowing, knowing your big three says a lot already. Um, look, uh, if you look at a chart and you read what your Mars is whatever your Mars is is how you work or like kind of how you handle your anger and how you handle um everyday life or just like your career is ruled by Mars. So if you if it's if it's in in an air sign, I'm not surprised. My Mars is in Libra, and I'm also very inconsistent. Um, I told my friend I was gonna go like see him. And I remember, like, oh, I have a podcast to be part of. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Do you, so you use uh, Cafe Astrology? Cafe Astrology is a good is a good site to go to. Um, the I don't remember if they put the your whole chart, but they put they put it in like a column. They put your chart in a column, which is nice. Mm-hmm. But you don't see your natal wheel, though. Like those, that's the circle one that's really hard to look at. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I see that. Mm-hmm. That's you know, I'm just still so mind blown. Holy crap! <laughs> like, you have no idea. I, I have. I've always been interested in horoscopes and how astrology works. But you know, it, whenever I meet people, they only see my sun sign, and then they're just like, oh. He's such a Sagittarius. When then when people say that, it's just like, no, I'm. <laughs> I was like, you can't really just judge people. You know what I mean? Like, you but know, it's just like, interesting. Sometimes, sometimes I I see astrologers and like or like everyone that knows like some parts of astrology. Sometimes I'm just like, you're being a racist because <laughs> like, oh, you're a Sagittarius. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, like, that's racist. <laughs> That's like astrologically I'm going to tell you right now, the better you know a person, you should just drink with them. Have fun and get to know them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you'll know a lot about a person if you drink with them. And depending on the person, where where their signs are at, you'll get to know, you'll get to know one of their, one of their um, planets, if anything. Like, you might know Depending on the setting, you might get to know their Jupiter and how they like to party. Or if it's like a very intimate setting, you'll get to know their moon sign and how, how they are privately with other people and how they process emotions. It is just mind-blowing and we really appreciate like everything. Like, Thank you so much. It's... Yeah, of course. Alright, um, so Jamie, are there like any last things you want to tell the listeners out there? Um, let's see. <sighs> Drink water. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Drink water. You know, focus on mental health. Right now, um, politically speaking, with 
the whole thing about the coronavirus. I hope everyone can just like be better for themselves and just like take care of each other, take care of yourself, take care of your mental health, especially. And yeah, you know, peace, love, and unity for everyone, I guess. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> And then, so where can the where can our viewers find you if they ever want to reach out to you and talk about astrology? My Instagram is t three t Jamie. To reach me on there. So thank you, viewers, for tuning in. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed that enjoyed that episode. Don't forget to subscribe and like our video. Uh, make sure to follow Jamie if you want more information on astrology, or just give us a follow, like, and then join our Discord channel as well. And most importantly, fuck co-star. You know, <laughs> time passages. Honestly, I've never learned so much, but we want to thank Jamie for everything today and for his time and, you know, just helping out. Yeah, thank, thank you, you Jamie. Jamie.